0: voices of the valley hello spartans welcome to this episode of voices of the valley a podcast featuring various students and staff from pleasant valley talking about all things pv we're your hosts of this episode i'm grace hilepnik
1: and i'm caitlin chrome on this episode we welcome the 2019 wall of honor recipient katie wilson In 2001, Katie Wilson graduated from PV where she was a varsity cheerleader and choir member while maintaining four years on the academic honor roll. Katie then pursued a bachelor's degree in business managing and accounting at Iowa State University. In 2015, Katie founded Tap On It, a platform that drives traffic, awareness, and sales into local businesses through text messages. Currently, she balances managing her business, spending time with family, and donating her time to many local organizations.
0: so much for joining us today, Katie.
1: Thank you. I'm excited to be here.
0: So to start off, tell us about yourself and your business.
1: Sure. Um, My name is Katie Wilson. I'm the founder and CEO of Tap On It. Um, So if you're not familiar with Tap On It, what we do is basically we're building databases of people who sign up to receive offers and promotions from local businesses via text message. Uh, The way that somebody would opt in is you text the word Tap On It to the number 82928. Uh, we ask for a zip code once you reply with your zip code it puts you into the market that makes the most sense then you're going to get back the most recent nine offers and it's kind of like welcome to the club here's a bunch of great deals Uh, the majority of the offers that we have are food and beverage entertainment and retail and once you get those texts back you can click on the link it opens up into the browser so we're not an app you don't have to download anything from there, you can redeem your offers at the location, you can share them with friends on Facebook, Twitter, and text to earn bonus offers. And I mean, there's all different things that are available there. And so we started this back in April of 2015 um, here in the Quad City Market, and now we're active in 15 states, 38 markets, and we're reaching about 220,000 people across the US.
0: So awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. So I understand you work for Mega Life and Health Insurance and the Quad City Times before creating your own business. So what gave you the inspiration and courage to start your own business?
1: Gosh, I think I was probably about 25 when I somebody had suggested I apply for a job at the Quad City Times. I had never done anything in advertising. I had no background in marketing or anything like that. But when I started there, I got hired in at a very entry level position on the digital side of things. And I learned quickly that I loved marketing and I loved helping businesses grow their business. And so, you know, I spent, gosh, eight years there as a digital advertising director, and I got to work with businesses of all sizes all over the country. So, anything from your locally owned pizza place all the way up to John Deere or Genesis Health. And, you know, it's media and advertising has changed a lot over even just the past five years, it's constantly changing. You think about how things like social media have impacted how businesses can advertise and there are so many more options you know 20 years ago a business could advertise in the newspaper in radio or on tv and that was about it but now they have all of these different ways to get in front of people and while their options were growing their budgets really weren't right and so businesses had to get more creative in how they were going to get in front of their potential customers um, I helped start the Half Price Deals program here in the Quad Cities through the Quad City Times, which was you know, basically Groupon. Um, it was a great deal for consumers because you could get half price deals. And it's a great deal for Groupon or the Quad City Times because they were making money off of each of those deals that were purchased. Unfortunately, it meant that businesses had to discount their product, usually 50%, and they had to split the revenue. So if you think about it, like Azteca, for example, would sell a $20 gift card that you would purchase through the Quad City Times for $10. Of the $10, Azteca would get five and the Quad City Times would keep five, which meant that they just sold a $20 gift card for $5. You can imagine that when you have to pay for food cost and pay for employees and keep the lights on, if you discount 75%, it doesn't leave much left over for the business. And so I kind of got to the point where I was frustrated because I didn't feel like I was necessarily doing the best things for the businesses in the area. And I had an idea. Um, I Wanted to build something that didn't have a revenue share which is what that model is I wanted to build something that didn't have a cost to the consumers so you could have an option right? You know with tap on it once you opt-in if you like an offer great you can use it if you don't wait till tomorrow because there may be new ones that you might like better and I saw a future In text messaging, marketing, because you think about it, we all have our phones with us within arm's reach, like we all do right now, (laughs) all the time. I mean, mine's my alarm clock. How about you? Mm -hmm. Same. Yes, exactly. So we literally sleep with our phones. (laughs) 99% of all text messages are opened, okay? Mm -hmm. Even if it's to get that little red one... To go away, you open your text, right? Yep. I can't control the 33,000 unread emails that I have right now, <laughs> which is really sad and frightening. I understand. And un- uncontrollable. Good. <laughs> <laughs> but I can control that text bubble. And so it just kind of made sense that if I could work with businesses to put great offers and promotions into the hands of people who signed up to receive them, and more specifically, the text thread, that it would be a win-win. Okay? So in June of 2014, I quit my job. Um, much to my family's dismay and I don't know if you guys know, but I have two kids here. I've got Taze Mm. Wilson. He's a junior and Lydia is a freshman. And so, you know, when you go from mom having a job to mom's going to start a company, I'm sure that they were like, uh, what the heck, (laughs) how are we going to buy things? Um, which it takes time, you know, Mm. but I raised a million dollars locally, um, from people who a lot of them didn't really know what I was talking about, but they believed in me and the fact that I had an idea and that had legs that could do something. And so uh, a year later, it was April of 15, that we launched Tap On It here in the Quad Cities. And I never wanted it to just be a local business for just the Quad Cities. I wanted to grow something that can change consumer behavior and consumer shopping habits across the US. And so that's what we're doing. So long answer to your story, it was I saw an opportunity um, to improve something and to make the experience better for businesses and for consumers, and so far, it's it's working. So
0: cool. So, what
1: impact has Tap on It made in the community? Um, first of all, there's there's a couple different things. You know, we have more than one customer. We have the people in our database who opt in to get the deals, and then we have our advertisers. And I think we've really made um, a huge impact on both sides. I hear from consumers all the time that when they're trying to decide where they want to go to eat shop they'll look to see what's available on tap on it Um, and I know with my advertisers that when they send out an offer they immediately get traffic through the door and so we've provided a solution that really does help to grow their businesses and one of my kind of soapbox here um, one of the things that's really important is to help drive foot traffic into local businesses. So you guys are young and I'm sure that you, you know, don't necessarily have to do all the shopping in the household, right? Mm -hmm. But you know, over the past couple of years, Amazon has made a huge impact in local communities because people shop online instead of going in and spending money in the stores. What a lot of times people don't realize is that when you spend money online, whether it's at target.com or Amazon or anything that you're purchasing online, Nothing that you spend ends up back in your local community except for whatever the delivery driver gets paid Okay, now the reason that that makes such a big impact is because Having businesses in the community are what creates jobs Right and so as Amazon and these other big brands start to potentially pull business away from local businesses you literally see businesses close which means that there's less jobs available, right? The other thing is that all of those local businesses are what pays the taxes. And taxes are what pays for schools and emergency services and roads and you know, all of these local businesses are also what makes our communities unique. Okay? I don't know about you, but I don't want everyone wearing the same clothes as me, mm-hmm. right? So to be able to go shop in a boutique, you know, I mean a local boutique where they have something different than every other store. Is important mm-hmm. I like to go to local restaurants where you know the menu is different or I'm older so you know a local brewery mm-hmm. so you don't have to just <laughs> drink Bud Light or whatever right <laughs> all of those things are so important and that's what creates um, the uniqueness in a community and I know for me I don't want my kids or myself to grow up in a community that is the exact same as everybody else's and so what tap on it has done mm-hmm. for the community is we do help keep local businesses and businesses in business, in business by driving people through their door where they can spend money and keep the economy flowing. So it's important to shop local. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Very Okay, so being a PV alumna, what was the most memorable thing to you about PV and how do you feel PV helped your education?
1: Oh my gosh, so I've lived in the Quad Cities my entire life, uh, born and raised here. Uh, I started out going to Pleasant View, and then Blackhawk Junior High, okay, <laughs> oh that's goodness. what it was, and then here at Pleasant Valley, and um, I, I loved my education, I love, it, it's funny now because I do have teenagers who are students here, and there are some of the same teachers that I had, right, right? Uh-huh. Miss Pishke was Miss Tagler, just so you know, <laughs> back in the day, Miss Lelm was Miss LaVora, and she was my cheerleading coach, too, so... Uh, Mr. Fry was totally my English teacher. Yep. One of my favorites, right? teacher freshman year. (laughs) Yep, exactly. (laughs) So um, it's cool to be able to share some of that stuff with the kids.
0: So with all of the successes that you've had so far, what are some goals that you have for the future?
1: So I have really big goals, um, which I think everyone should have because... It's fun, <laughs> and it's fun to be able to achieve some of them. Um, like I mentioned earlier, I've never wanted TAP on it to just be a local Quad City company, and so far we're, start- we're achieving that. Um, you know, Like I mentioned, we're in 15 states. Our goal is by the end of next year that we'll be in every state across the United States, and what that means is that we get to help grow communities in every single city across the entire United States. But I don't want it to just be in the United States, right? And so I have big goals to be able to expand outside of it. And it's different in other countries because, you know, short codes, which is that 82928, aren't necessarily the means of communication for messaging in other places. And MMS, which is the type of technology that sends the images and the link, is completely different. And so it's cool because we get to start figuring out how to integrate with the technology on, in every other part of the world, whether it's WhatsApp and WeChat and even Facebook Messenger mm-hmm. is something else that we'll start to work with. And so, I mean, my goal is truly to grow a brand that is international. Um, the other thing that makes us very different than most tech startups, and which is really what that category that we fall into, is a tech startup. First of all, they don't normally happen in Iowa, if you can imagine. Normally it's New York and Silicon Valley, but mm-hmm. um, we're proud to have started the company here. Oftentimes, they're not female-founded. Uh, my sister is my business partner, and we're excited about that. And so, you know, our goal is to demonstrate that anyone can build a company, and you can do it from anywhere. You don't have to be in a major hub. Thanks to the internet and airplanes, you can get just about anywhere you need to be. And so, um, you know, my goal is to help other people do that in the future.
0: Yeah, kind of going off of that, what's one piece of advice you have for students dreaming of becoming entrepreneurs?
1: network. Okay? Network with people and then make sure that you stay connected. So, one of the best things that I've done throughout my entire career is when I met someone who first of all I enjoyed talking to or they had an important position or you know could potentially be a good connection to have in the future, I made sure to send an email, great meeting you or you send a LinkedIn note or whatever it is and just having that in your inbox someday later if you need to you can reply back to and be like hey do you remember meeting at blah 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 when I talked to you you had mentioned that you might be able to help me here or you may be able to connect me here people really do want to help other people which is awesome and it makes your life easier and so You know, if you want to start your own business, start thinking about where are those connections and what can you do to meet the right people and what can you do to stay connected in one way or another? Because you never know how someone from your past can potentially help grow your future. So connect with people, talk to people, and don't be afraid to ask for help because most of the time they really do want to help you.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you
1: so much for your time today, Katie. No problem. It was fun. Thanks for having me. Of course.
0: And make sure to come to the National Honor Society Induction Ceremony at 7 p.m. on Thursday, November 14th, 2019, where Katie will be honored for her award. That's all we have for this episode of Voices of the Valley. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast because these halls have so much more to say. Thanks for listening.